Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Finally, let's go. Welcome to the Gambling Shack. I am Robert Harris Jr., aka Bobby Beats. Uh, you follow me on Twitter at Robo Harris Jr. Follow my man Gabe Myers live from Vegas, New Mexico. <laughs> G underscore Myers 33. Uh, Gabe, what's going on with you, man? How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm ha- I'm happy we're at the point of the week where football is happening. That's that. Yeah, that's yeah. like the end of my work week. Yeah, it's that, same whether for my, me. Yeah. Whether my employer knows it or not, it's the end of my work week. <laughs> yeah, we ain't trying to get you going. Now slow down. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, great, great, <laughs> great week for uh, college football. Great week for NFL too. A uh, lot of lot of profits uh, wherever. Uh, you laid your tickets down this weekend, and uh, I mean, we it's, it's so many great uh matchups. We're getting into the conference play, uh, yeah. This is really, I guess, last weekend you had some conference games, but you're everyone's kind of playing their conference games this week. You got, I mean, there's, I mean, so many uh, Kentucky Ole Miss, Clemson, NC State, Arkansas, Alabama, Sam Houston State versus Stephen F. Austin. I mean, that's obviously the headliner here. So many big games going on this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Battle of the Piney Woods. The Battle of the Piney Woods. Oh, we got some Thursday night action. Oh, sorry about that. All right, now we can get into uh man, we can jump right into it, man. Cause I, I got a Friday night action. Oh, you got a Friday night. You you like those standalone G5. I, I'm sure when Tuesday night maxion. When they would, when they do that, you are like, you are all in, are you yeah, not? That a lot of overs because they don't play no defense in there. But uh, Friday night action, I should have, we should have probably reached out to a daily Cougar writer because he's really, he's on his A game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach out to him in the future reference. But I'm gonna start here, Friday night. This is my main game for college for the Gambling Shack. I'm going UH minus two and a half versus the two lane. Versus Tulane, uh, you know. Uh, so the Green Wave, Rob. You don't the Green Wave. I forgot the, about the the Green Wave. The Green Wave. Wow. Yeah. The Green Wave. Tulane Green Wave. Uh, oh, the head coach of Green Wave was is you know uh, Willie Fritz. Yeah, her da- his daughter was a, a sports reporter for uh, local news, Houston. You, well, so, you, you know who Willie Fritz is, right? Yeah, he's the he's, head coach. He's the man who put Bearcat football on the map. He got oh. Sam Houston State on this decade started on this decade long run. He got it going, then Coach Keeler took it over. We won a national title, and now we're going to the FBS. Yeah, if you would have just stuck around for eleven more years. <laughs> you'd be at the same level you're at right now. So and you get to live in Huntsville. So maybe the wrong decision on this part to leave to leave the Bearcats. Maybe, maybe he's seen something better. Uh but uh, <laughs> but back to UH uh minus two and a half. This isn't the same UH team from last season. Uh clearly it's not the same team. Uh, the defense is going to have a tough time because you're dealing with a big injury to Derek Parrish, the former D- the DN, the Torres triceps. So he's out for the season. This Cougars team can't really stop anybody. You watched the game against last week against Rice. It was like you're struggling against Rice. You couldn't put it together against Rice. Wow, that you, is 
you watch the game against Rice, that's the yeah, that's the bigger yeah, issue here. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I tuned in and saw <laughs> you know some some good plays, but to get out of the to get out of there against Rice is you know hey, that was close. That was close. That was a close victory, uh, 34-27. But Chandler Toon, Chandler Toon, goodness. Clayton. Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon against Tulane Green Wave. Come on. (laughs) Clayton Toon, one of the oldest quarterbacks in FBS right now. He's a veteran. I think the Cougs need to establish their run game with Tayshaun Henry, Texas Tech transfer, by the way. Uh, need to establish the run game first and then open up the pass game. You got Tank Dell still out there, still putting up the numbers, 25, 380 catches, three touchdowns. I, I, the Cougs team offensively can keep up with Tulane, but the defensive side of Tulane is what scares me about this game. Tulane can play some defense, close victory, big victory over Kansas State, 17 to 14 earlier in the season. I'm wondering, like, can this Cougs team – keep up on both sides of the ball. And I think they can at home. This is the third straight home game. You got embarrassed by Kansas, the Jayhawks. Now you snuck a victory by the Rice Isles. Come on, keep it going. Keep the bowl eligibility in your head because you're not, you're not playing for, you're not going to play for a big bowl game. I mean, two losses to Tech and Kansas, to two big 12 teams, what you're going to, what you are going to see next season when you enter the big 12. For football, so I think the Cougs can handle it. Friday night action, two and a half, two and a half. I like the Cougs, man. So this is what scares me: is that outside of last week against Southern Miss, Tulane has yet to allow more than ten points. Allowed ten to UMass, ten to K State, shut out Alcorn State. Now you can say UMass and Alcorn State, you know, yeah, whatever. But we just saw Kansas State run roughshod over Oklahoma and push yeah. them around, and mm-hmm. Tulane. Held them to 10 points. Now, Southern Miss did beat them last week. It scares me. I just don't – I feel like I don't know what Houston is right now. I don't know what the Cougars are. They struggled last week against Rice. I mean, just rule of, rule of football. You got to beat food. Um, and yeah. I say that a little facetiously. But I, but seriously, I don't I don't know what the Cougars are right now. And that they're like – the Cougars are a stay away team for me. I don't know what they are. Them and te- I can't figure out Texas A&M either. I just I've given up on Texas A&M. I they should have lost last week to Arkansas. Speaking of Arkansas, I like the Razorbacks for some reason. I really like University of Arkansas this year. They're my mom's least favorite university. She's an Aggie. She dislikes them more than University of Texas. That's a whole other issue. Mm-hmm. Um, Arkansas plus seventeen at home against Alabama. Should have won last week. The oink doink, as it's being referred to in College Station, ruined the undefeated record. Ruined this being a top ten matchup. Game day probably would have been there, but now it's not. It is what it is. Here's why I like Arkansas plus seventeen. Going back to last season, Rob, this is Alabama and True Road games. Mm-hmm. A two point win over Florida. A three point lo- loss to Texas A and M, who was playing with a backup quarterback and coming off back to back losses. Mm-hmm. They did beat Mississippi State by 40, so this is the outlier. And then a two-point win at Auburn, and then a one-point win at Texas a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Alabama, the last couple of years, has not been a dominant team in true road games. That when they've true. gone on the road, they have not been a dominant team. So a 17-point spread against what I think is a very good Arkansas team, an Arkansas team that last year played them within a touchdown at Bryant-Denny Stadium, 
I think Arkansas has some flaws. I think Bama and Bryce Young, they're going to expose Arkansas secondary. Arkansas secondary is not very good. Their pass defense ain't very good. But Alabama struggles on the road, true road games. Since Bill O'Brien's taken over as a coordinator, this has not been a team that's gone on the road and dominate and do, to and dominated teams the way maybe Bama teams have in years past. So for them to be a 17 point favorite against what I still think is a really good Arkansas team, I like the Hogs plus 17 here. I don't like them to win, but I do like them to cover. This is going to be a close game. We saw Bama kind of get manhandled in the line of scrimmage on the road against Texas. I saw that same Texas team against Texas Tech not be able to win the line of scrimmage in the second half. I saw that same Texas team go down to Lubbock and lose in person this weekend have the Red Raiders storm the field. Bama is not a great road football team right now. Maybe they will be come November, but at this point, September 29th, and on Saturday, October 1st, they are not a great road team. As we sit here, I like Arkansas plus 17 and a half to go and get the cover and make this a really competitive game. And it's a Bama team that in the last two years, since Mac Jones and Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle and all those dudes walked out the door, Najee Harris, they haven't been a great road team. I think Bama's still trying to figure themselves out, trying to figure out how to run the ball. They don't have that, you know, that deep threat, speedy receiver. They're figuring themselves out. Arkansas keeps this close. I like the Hogs. I get 17 points with a really good team. Like Arkansas plus 17. That's my favorite college play this week. And we got a lot of good games. Yeah. Uh, I hate to agree with you, but I have to agree with you. I would take Arkansas plus 17. I just think, like you said, does Alabama have that speedy receiver to, you know, make a deep threat down the field or or just a, a, a possession type of catching wide receiver to, pat, to move the chains? Uh, they got Bryce Young and all that, but like you said, they struggle on the roll. And, and these two teams met up last year. Arkansas only lost by seven points. And it was, was a and it was a competitive game throughout, and it was a it was a competitive game throughout. And I don't think this is a. I mean, Will Anderson is great. Mm -hmm. I don't think this is a. I mean, I thought coming into the year it would be, but right now I don't think this is a great Alabama defense. I don't think this is a great Alabama team. Not to say they can't go on to win a national championship. Shoot, they very well might, but they have not shown it on the road in a tough environment, which Fayetteville is going to be raucous this weekend. Mm -hmm. Seventeen points is too much for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, and and Fayetteville feel like, hey, we got we got robbed of, of the Texas A&M game, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I like plus seventeen. That's that's where you go. If it goes, it, I don't think any. I mean, more money would probably come on Arkansas, maybe taming it down. But if you could get it at 17, 17 and a half, hey, that's a good number. Especially, I mean, yeah, especially if it gets up to seventeen and a half. I think. I mean, I think this game is played within a score. Personally, yes. I think. I think we're looking at a one-score game here. I, you know, I ain't gonna say Arkansas is gonna win the game. I think Bryce Young can put the Superman cape on and get get it done. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. this is a. I, I just haven't seen Bama until I see them go against a good team on the road and be dominant. I'm just not gonna believe they can do it. I agree. On to the NFL. Wow, they beat you so Texas, like you're so Houston with it tonight. You're damn right I am. Give me the Texans and Chargers. NFL play. We switched to NFL. We switched the format if y'all haven't been listening. Texans, Chargers, under. I've seen it at 44. And um, it, I see 44 and a half according to uh, another sports book. I think Caesars here. But. 44, I think that's the golden number. It's up It's up to 45 right now. Oh, you better jump on it. You better jump. Look, the Texans, 
okay, this this team is not good. I'm tired of being in these Twitter spaces. I'm tired of being in these group chats. People getting experience. Finally, you see the light. Yeah, I, I've been seeing the light. And um, well, I, I couldn't. I had you. You well, you know my situation. <laughs> you know, you know, I had to. I had to be a fan or the super fan. But anyway, but the Texas man, look, these mill sites, these David Mill fan club guy. He's not. He's not that guy. He's not that guy. Chicago. It's been. I'm gonna be honest. The Texans should be two. Really should be three, what is it, three and oh, if I had to take a stab at it. Because, I mean. I mean yeah, there are a few plays away from being three and oh. There are a few plays. But, yeah. and, and coming into this game against the Chargers, okay, no Joey Bosa, no Rashawn Slater, Keenan Allen's in the questionable. I mean, Herbert is playing on one side of his body, literally. Every time he takes a hit. I can't believe they left him in the game last he's, week. Yeah, he, he's grimacing every time he takes a big hit. And this Chargers team, it doesn't look well equipped. I mean, one and two, it just unfortunately lost to Kansas City, then an embarrassing loss last week to Jacksonville. This team here, man, under both teams really cannot score like that if they don't have weapons out there. And I think Chargers just lost another wide receiver due to a torn ACL injury. So who can Herbert get the ball to? Well, also, like, how healthy is Herbert? Will that's they – Will how long are they going to stick with him? I mean, I know you'd rather have him out there than Chase Daniels, but if you're yeah. the Chargers, it's like, that's your franchise right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's – so I'm – yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with you on the under there. Just hit one, I'm texting, I don't see how they're scoring points. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see how the Texans score. I mean, only play one game at home and you put up 20 points. But those 20 points were in the first half. So, like w- – can this team elevate themselves and, and be better? Now they played this Chargers teams last year and Davis Mills. That was arguably his best game of his career. And that really hurt the Chargers chances to get into the playoffs. Knocked them out of the playoffs. Knocked them out. So can can this team uh duplicate uh, duplicate? Is it duplicate or duplicate? Duplicate. Yeah, duplicate that same performance. <laughs> I just don't see. I don't think this team is good enough. I like Damian Pierce getting the bulk of the carries for the Houston Texans, but I just don't see this team putting up points either or the Chargers because due to a lot of injuries on the offensive side and their defense is still stout with Khalil Mack on the other side of the rush. But yeah, I don't see that many points in scoring. Yeah, I'm, shoot, I. Part of the reason I don't want to bet this game is because I just don't want to watch it. Um, that's <laughs> that's my big thing. I like to bet games that I want to watch. Speaking of betting games that I want to watch, I like Baltimore plus three against Buffalo. And you're going to touch on this game too here in a minute. Um, and we can kind of, I guess we can kind of segue into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Baltimore plus three against Buffalo at home, three point underdog. That means they went to Buffalo. Baltimore would be a nine point underdog. I don't think Baltimore should be a nine point underdog against anybody. Buffalo still has injuries in the defense. They're without at least one of their top two safeties, maybe both of them. They're without still at least one of their top two corners, maybe both of them. Um, still have injuries across the defensive line against the Baltimore team and Lamar that's going to run the ball. J.K. Dobbins played last week. Presumably he's only going to keep getting better as he returns from the injury. I think – and I said this a few weeks ago, even when Baltimore lost to Miami. I think there's a market inefficiency with Baltimore – I think this is a really, really good team. I think this is an elite team. 
that we're treating as a fringe playoff team or the market is treating as a fringe playoff team right now. And that's what you're seeing with Baltimore being, if this was Baltimore plus three in Buffalo, I'd stay away from it. Yeah, it feels right. Plus three at home in Baltimore, Buffalo dealing with the injuries they're dealing with. Here's the other thing with Buffalo, Rob, they haven't won a one score game since the 20, since the wild card round against the Colts following the 2020 season. Mm-hmm. Buffalo either blows you out or they lose close. They mm-hmm. don't, and we saw it against Miami last week. They don't know how to play situational football right now, or maybe they, they just haven't been put in the position a lot. Because when it's going great, they're blowing you out, they're rolling you, and it's over quickly. Mm-hmm. You're not going to roll over Baltimore. This is going to be a really close game. Baltimore has played a lot of really close games. Buffalo has not proven they can win these close games. I like Baltimore plus three. I like Baltimore to win as well. Buffalo has not proven they can win close games. I think Buffalo – I want to say, I do think Buffalo is really good. It wouldn't surprise me if Buffalo got the one seed, won the Super Bowl, all of it. Wouldn't It wouldn't shock me. But Buffalo to be a three-point favorite against what I think is an elite team on the road, I, I think we're overvaluing the Bills a little bit. Josh Allen's great, but they have some injuries. And I think Baltimore is an elite team – that the market isn't recognizing right now. And part of it's because of the miracle Miami pulled off when Baltimore's when Baltimore had some injuries in the secondary. I think there's a Baltimore team that's ascending right now. I like them plus three at home, not just cover, but the outright win against the Bills. Yeah, I mean, I well, since yep, that's that's Gabe. Uh main we'll, uh, we'll right in the live dog. <laughs> we'll go right in the live dog. Uh that is my play. And uh what Gabe said, I agree. Uh plus three against uh for Baltimore. At home against the Bills, um, yeah, like you said, situational football for the Buffalo Bills is not their strong suit. Uh, now, people look at the debacle of the Ravens defense playing Miami, but I, they just got ahead of themselves and they just underestimated the Dolphins what they could do. And uh, well, and then it, also like Baltimore had two yeah. corners get injured during yeah. the course of that game, so Hill and Waddle started running wild in the second half and. I mean, they were up three touchdowns entering the fourth quarter. It was uh, Baltimore dominated throughout, and then kind of weirdness took over late, mm-hmm. and the outcome shifted. And I think we're kind of overreacting to that right now. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, Lamar is hey, he's having a, a, a hell of a season. Is Lamar so, going to do what Aaron Judge is doing right now, where he's going to turn down the contract in the preseason – and then just go on a tear. I think so. Like, he, he is it on the board? Is it on the board that Lamar has 50 touchdowns this year rushing and passing? I think it is. Yeah. I think it's on the board that Lamar has 50 touchdowns. Yeah, he, he has a lot to prove. It, it's like, okay, you guys don't see my value. Yeah. Let me show you. I, I think it's on the board, especially now we got the we got the 17th game now, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's on the board. I think it's possible. I'm not saying I would bet on this to happen. But I think it's on the board. He goes 4,000 passing and 1,000 rushing. I mean, could, like. Man, he, he, leads, is, he leads the team in rushing with 243 yards. So, yeah, I, I can honestly see that. Like, it, I, I think it's very possible. Now, he's got to stay healthy, of course. But, man, I mean, he is on a different. And, we see, and we've seen these guys in contract years before mm-hmm. just – find a new level when hundreds of millions of dollars are at stake. And yeah. maybe that's what Lamar's doing right now. And I think as the Baltimore defense is like rounded in the form, he's mm-hmm. going to carry the team early in the year. 
I, yeah, I can agree. So plus and, three. Oh, okay, okay, continue. No, I was going to say, I think the, the other thing with Baltimore, I, we're talking a lot about them. They were eight and three in the one seed last year with a bunch of injuries that happened in the preseason before the whole team got injured, you know, in November. Mm-hmm. They were the one seed in the AFC. So it's, oh, well, Baltimore didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah, because the whole team got hurt. Like they were on pace. They were the one seed in November before it all fell apart, before injuries derailed the team. So I think we're undervaluing Baltimore. Like Mm -hmm. the previous two years, they were a really good team. Last year, before injuries took over, they were the one seed in the AFC. This is a great team. And I think the market doesn't realize that right now. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. Uh, They're not – they looked at that debacle against Miami. It was like, oh, this team is – you know, like it happens. And then my, oh, Miami against the Bills, Miami's mm-hmm. defense actually held the Bills pretty well. They couldn't yeah. stop Baltimore at all. They, they could. Lamar earned a hundred uh, extra hundred million dollars against Miami. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say Miami defense stymied Josh Allen. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it is. I do, I think there's such an undervaluation with Baltimore right now. Yeah, but plus three, that's my live dog. Sprinkle a lot on the money line because I think this team can actually pull out this victory. Yeah, I mean, I, oh shoot, I think they're going to as well. My live dog this week, this may be, if this doesn't turn out well, this won't be the last time I'm betting against Jalen Hurts, but this isn't about betting against Jalen Hurts. Rob, I think the Jaguars are a good football team. That is a statement that could come back. That, that, that is a great statement because they have a real head coach. <laughs> they, they have a real head coach, and all of a sudden Trevor Lawrence is playing like, oh, the generational quarterback prospect he's been since he came out of the womb. Mm-hmm. Like, tur- turns out you get him a competent head coach, and he's really talented. Yep. And they have James Robinson and Travis Etienne. We talked about Christian Kirk a couple weeks ago where he, you know, was an overpay, but it's the type of thing that could work out because it gives – Trevor, a reliable weapon. We know Jacksonville always has defensive talent because we're always picking in the top five of the draft. I think Jacksonville is actually a good football team. Rob, I think Jacksonville is going to make the, win the AFC South and make the playoffs. Yeah, this the is Titans a statement, this is a statement that a month mm-hmm. from now I could regret. But I, I, so much of it is like from last week is I can't believe the Chargers left Herbert in there. I can't believe the Chargers did this. Oh, my gosh. The Chargers, Herbert, injuries, Bosa gets hurt, all of it. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville skull dragged them. I mean, I mean, they ragdolled them, just pushed them up and down the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Jacksonville take away a disastrous last ten minutes or last five minutes against Washington in Week One. Mm-hmm. Jackson easily be three and zero. I and I so, and this, so. is, this is an indictment on Philly. So Jackson, Jacksonville six and a half point underdog. I like Jacksonville to go into Philly and win. This is an indictment on Philly. Actually, I think Philly's impressive. Yeah. I'm gonna say this very quietly. I think Philly's gonna get the one seed in the NFC. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that very quietly. Um, I think they're gonna get the one seed. Uh, but I think Jacksonville is a really good team. Philly's riding high right now. Doug Peterson revenge revenge game for him. This is you know Nick Sirianni is a coach that he knows very well. Coach on the coach staff with him. I like Jacksonville plus six and a half. This is an ascending team. I think they're a really good team. And even if you you know six and a half, he's like I don't know if Jacksonville's gonna win the game. Sprinkle it on the spread. I think this is going to be a tight, a tightly contested contest. I like I like Jacksonville to keep this close, and I like them to win. But I think this is going to be a back and forth dogfight of a game. 
And I think this is another one where the market's going to be a little slow to react to, hey, Jacksonville's a pretty good team because they've been so bad for so long. Well, I mean, just five years ago, they were, I mean. They well, were that was the outlier year, though. Take away that. No, I'm serious. Take away that one season. For the last 10 years, they've sucked. Well, yeah, they, they've been bad. They, they <laughs> honestly been bad. Yeah, I mean, Jacksonville, what I seen last week against the L.A. Chargers, well, yeah, it was dominant fashion. The rollout passes, the bootlegs, and the then, running game from James Robinson. Look what they did to the Colts two weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. And they score-dragged the Colts. What the Colts do? Go and beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I, I think what you said about the Jaguars possibly can win the AFC South because it's so bad. The Titans are bad. The Texans are bad. Uh, Who knows what the hell the Colts are? Yeah, and, that's, and they're they're inconsistent. So I, I think Jacksonville is the team that can win with a. Well, they got the a, best quarterback. They got the best quarterback. And uh, I mean, they can win. I mean, nine and eight. What is they, this? They got they got the best quarterback, and they got yeah. the only coach that division who's won a Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that's true statement. So I, I like the pick. I think Jacksonville will keep it close, but I think Philly just. Man, hey. this is an indictment on Philly because I think Philly's looked really good. And like I said, yeah, very yeah, quietly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I might get the one seed in the NFC. You know, hey, I mean, hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, yeah. I, I like I like the pick for a standpoint of like covering. It's gonna be a battle. It's gonna. Be I think battle. this is gonna be something of like you know, this is gonna be like a rival for Jacksonville because I think people are so high on Philly right now and rightfully mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. I think Jacksonville is going. They're going to arrive. Yeah, on Sunday in Philadelphia, I think that's going to be like, oh, I think that that's kind of, I think Sunday is going to be the day when the country realizes, shoot, Jacksonville's pretty good. Yeah, and I, I think uh, if you paid attention to the late night game, I think you saw that you saw them win in dominant fashion and kill them with the running game in the second half. Yeah, but I think so much of that game it was over yeah, I mean, it was, by yeah, the you know what are they doing with Justin Herbert type of deal, and I yeah. understand that because that you know that was. That's what stood out, and I think it's just like, oh well, the Colts always lose in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So I think I think this week is when people, you know, it's gonna the narrative's gonna shift a little bit to kind of these weird anomalies. I can't believe they got dominated by Jacksonville. To shoot, Jacksonville's actually a pretty good team. They actually, they actually do have a uh, pretty, pretty good, great team. Great team. They do have a good team. So, but I respect, I respect the bet. I respect it. <laughs> I'm to the best bet of the week. Ooh. So the, the the gig is, or the stick is, or either one you call it. Uh, I choose college. Gabe choose a NFL game that he likes. Um, I'm I'm lost two straight. Gabe won his first best bet of the week. Oh, it's a, it's about time. I mean, I had Cooper Rush beat me. Um, we had you know Clemson and Georgia Tech combined for like. 35 points in the second half. It's been a rough start, but we're I felt great. I said felt great about last week's Baltimore. I I love betting on Baltimore. Uh Baltimore came through for me. I feel great about this week's for me. I feel good about yours too cuz that's actually one of my college plays as well. <laughs> yeah, it actually I just checked right now according to Bovada. Uh it just went up to minus 7 All right now for Clemson. Still Tigers uh, going against NC State. Uh, this is a big game for NC State because NC State really single-handedly dominated Texas Tech. That's probably one of their biggest games that they won. Um, they play Syracuse next week, who is four and zero. 
and they have a cupcake game this week, Syracuse. And it, so it, it makes a great story if both of these teams could go in and, you know, play uh, very well against each other. And, and, and you know, but who would, who gets excited about Syracuse? Like, well, actually, NC State is 4-0. So, yeah, I mean, it, it makes a great story because both teams will be 5-0 practically. But Clemson showed me last week that, we we got something here. They didn't they didn't defend well, <laughs> but it, and it's Wake Forest. Wake Forest is going to get points against you. That that's just how that offense rolls. But DJ grew up. I can't say his last name. He Ooh, we are gonna play. Okay, there you go. Uh, Twenty eight <laughs> out of forty one, three hundred and seventy one yards. I I think that's probably his highest of his career. Five touchdown passes. He he was on it, man, and and he put the he put the rumors to bed about the Austin Westlake kid maybe stepping in and trying to take his take his place. I mean, what feared me about this game is the hurricane end that is uh, unfortunately running through Florida uh, right now, and it's going to make its way up to the the, the Georgia. It, it's going to be a rainy night. In it's going to be a rainy night in you know in Clemson, so it's it's a. It's gonna to be tough, but I think the running game will will get it for Clemson. I like Shipley. You know, he's he's a nice he's a nice college running back. He's a good college running back. Uh, NC State, like I said, uh, they're they're very they're good. I mean, the only competition they had was Texas Tech, though. You talk about East Carolina, who could have who could have beat them? Who almost had a chance to beat them in a few seconds. They missed the field goal at the end. But Charleston Southern and, and then UConn last week, they took care of Jim Moore Jr.'s team. But uh, but you're going into a big dog, and I just think Dabo Sweeney is feeling it now. This Clemson team was not at a 4-0 standpoint last season. They were they were scratching their heads. There was a lot of questioning going on with Dabo Sweeney, with DJ. Is he the quarterback? Yada, yada, yada. Now, nah, I mean, hey, 4-0. Beat no, you uh, you didn't beat no. Well, I'm trying to beat no. The big wins you beat. Um, well, you didn't haven't had a big win. Your big win was last week against Wake Forest. That was probably your best game. Uh, but I think this team has enough to get over the hump. NC State, when it's raining, you got to count on the running game. I count on Will Shipley to take care of these Tigers and and for Victor, I think they can cover minus seven. I think they will cover minus seven. Yeah, when I think at NC State, I can't get week one against East Carolina out of my head. <laughs> I mean, they, that was a game that, you know, probably they should have lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just can't get that one out of my head. You mentioned the Tech game. They went and dominated Texas Tech. You know, it was a look-ahead game for Tech, you know, looking at, you know, Texas following week, coming off a big win over Houston the previous week. Kind of a lull there, traveling halfway across the country. I, I'm not high on NC State. DJ starting to look like the kid that I thought he was going to be last year. Um, mm-hmm. I was very high on him coming into last season. Um, he's starting to look like that guy now. Had you know maybe this is a breakout game. Maybe it's the performance he needed to get there. I'm with you on Clemson minus seven. My best bet of the week: Sunday night football. I like Kansas City minus one on the road against Tampa. I there's something off as someone who's watched Tom Brady his whole career, like a lot of us have, but I'm a, I've not, I've not made it a secret that I'm a fan of Tom Brady. He is off. His body language is off. His demeanor, all of it is just, all of it's off. Mm-hmm. And I think Tampa Bay is a good team. I think they have a good defense. I actually think Todd, Bull, I think Todd Bowles is a good coach for this group. Um, Brady's off. 
Godwin's still hurt. You know, Evans going to come back this week, but Julio, Russell Gage, what are they going? You know, what are they going to have offensively? But Brady looks off, and until that gets fixed, they can't beat a team like Kansas City. And now Kansas City's coming off a loss, mm-hmm. a game where they looked bad, a game that they gave away against the Colts. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had so many. They were disaster on special teams, mental errors, all of it. I think Kansas City going back to the scene of the crime of the Super Bowl, one they lost where Mahomes was running for his life the entire game. I like Kansas City. I actually like them to win in dominant fashion. I think this game ends something like 38 to 20. I think Kansas City is going to put points on the board. And I have yet to see it from Tampa Bay. If someone starts scoring against them, they can keep up. Tampa Bay is yet to show they can keep up with a high-powered offense. They fit to show they can be a high-powered offense. So I like Kansas City minus one. Something's off with Tom Brady right now, and until that switch gets flipped, the Bucs are not an elite team. Yeah, so I'm off with them. Giselle, that's what's out. No, okay. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that's prob- no, I mean, that's that's probably – no, I mean, that's probably what it is. But, probably what it is. It's just uh, – But usually, I mean, Brady is whole – you know – you, you know, several years, the year to beat the Falcons in the Super Bowl, his mom had cancer and he had, you know, he had to do the deflate gate suspension and so good at compartmentalizing all the stuff going around him and still perform at a high level and MVP level on the field. We're not seeing that this year. Something is wrong. Something is, I mean, mm-hmm. body language wise, it looks, like he, it looks like he doesn't want to be there. Body language wise, it looks like he doesn't want to be there. So um, until. I see that shift. I can't buy into the Bucks as an elite team. I think Kansas City, this is it's a get right game and it's a revenge game for them. And I think I think Kansas City's gonna go and they're gonna be the high powered offense that we know they can with Patty Mahomes and Andy Reid. I agree. I agree. I, I think the injuries for me worries me for Tampa Bay. Yeah, you get Mike Evans back from suspension, but Julio is questionable. Russell Gage is questionable. Rashad Perriman is questionable. Godwin. Godwin is questionable. So like that is four quality great wide four quality good wide receivers that are questionable might not. I mean Cole Beasley play. got there off the street like nine days ago and he's having to you know last week he had to go in there and start like yeah so it, it it's pretty rough for Tampa Bay and I like Kansas City I think get back game I mean they, they just let that one against the coast slip away from from the hands and um, a lot of arguments on the sidelines of course but. <laughs> So I have one more bet that I'm going to be playing. It's it's football. North London Derby, 6.30 a.m. Central Time, 5.30 a.m. Mountain Time. I will be awake for it. Do you want me to give you a wake-up call? No. Even though I do wake up early. What day? Friday? Saturday. I'll be up anyway. Yeah. 6.30 Central, 5.30 Mountain Time. Arsenal at home against Tottenham. Arsenal is my club. Plus 110 to win. Rob, they are beating Tottenham. We are winning North London Derby. North London is right as the best Arsenal team in eight or nine years, probably. They are beating Tottenham on Saturday. Plus 110 to win outright. All right, I keep that in mind. That I would definitely keep that in mind. You that write it down in the notes. I, I, I will be waking up at 5 o'clock Mountain Time to watch the 5.30 start. So <laughs> I can give you a wake-up call as well. Just jot it down in the notes. I'll put. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I'll put. put, put I, I did not down. tell Rob I was going to do that. By the way, yeah, you did. That was that was, that was a big curveball. Uh, time for rapid fire. This is where we spit out the bets that you guys did not hear at first. Uh, I'll go first. Um, I said UH minus two and a half. 
versus Tulane. I'm going Baylor. Baylor Bears get some revenge against the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, give me AM. I don't are they plus? I thought they were favored. Are they favored? I'm pretty sure they're favored. No, they are plus four now against Mississippi State. They did lose to Mississippi State last year. Just I just want they lost Mississippi State at home, but then they beat Alabama the next week. So everybody mm-hmm. forgot about it. But they did lose Mississippi State last year. I'm tell you why they're not gonna lose. I, I mean, this, this I mean, look, Mississippi State honestly is one dimensional. I like Will Rogers. I like him. Mike Leach got that offense. He got that air raid offense going. But if you stop the pass and make them run, they don't run the ball very well. So give me AM plus four. AM has a great run defense. They can stop it. <coughs> well, AM's finally playing the right quarterback right now as well. That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah, that too. That's they, a, they are that's Max Johnson is the right quarterback for that. Yeah, for, for for that for that offense. So give me uh AM now at plus more more money coming. Payment on Mississippi State to juice it up to four. That's how that works, people. Um, next, give me uh NFL time, uh rapid fire, Jacksonville versus Philly over 48, Texans, Chargers under the number 44. Uh, give me Browns, minus one and a half at ATL. Look, I can't go into detail, excuse me. Uh that that is my rapid fire <laughs> for my for my picks this week. Yeah, so we'll go into mine right now. I've mentioned Arkansas plus 17 at home against Alabama. I like Kentucky plus seven going on the road to Ole Miss. And I like Cle- I like Clemson minus seven. Like you, That's your best bet of the week. I like the Tigers minus seven at home against NC State. Going over the NFL, touched on Baltimore plus three against Buffalo. I like Arizona plus one at Carolina. Battle of former Oklahoma Heisman winning quarterbacks there. And the Las Vegas Raiders 0-3. Minus two and a half against De- against two and one Denver at home, like Vegas minus three. That is the gambling shack. That is rapid fire. We kept it under a minute for the rapid fire. Uh, for Twitter, um, my name is Robert Harris Jr. You can follow me at Twitter at Robo Harris Jr. My main man, Gabe Myers, G underscore Myers 33. Uh, man, a lot going on in the city of Houston. This week, we got the Battle of the Piney Woods. We got TSU home open against Alabama State. Rice got a home game against UAB. Friday night action, Tulane and Houston. And can't forget about Sunday, the Houston Texans host uh, the San Diego, uh, San Diego Chargers, the LA Chargers at NRG Stadium. So get out, whatever you are, wherever you at in the world. So much going on. But uh, until then, people, happy betting. Gamble responsibly. And uh, until then, we holler. Eat them up, cats.